0: What's
1: up, everybody? What's up, y'all? Man, so glad that you're here hanging out with us on the tug of more. Just a conversation between two friends. That's true. They're talking about where we are and where we want to be and that tug, the tension, the stress of how do I get to the more that God's called me to?
0: That's right. We have where we are and we have where we want to be and there's a fight in between and so every week we meet and talk through things that we fight through. We struggle through in the tension of the tug of war.
1: Yeah. And there's lots there's lots of tension. I heard That's you have true. some tension in your life right now.
0: I got my family staying at my house as in my extended family. So uh, I got two growns My daughter turned 18 yesterday. Shout out to McKinley. So I've got two grown kids. Then I've got my sister and her husband and they're four. Adolescent, adolescent, is that right? Or yeah, children. I don't know. I yeah. don't know what happened.
1: Under elementary Un, age. Under
0: elementary age kids. And then my mom is here too. And so we have a full, 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 full house.
1: You got a full house. How many bathrooms oh. do you have? Three. And you got 39 people that are currently standing there. That's
0: right. And so, there. you know, and so, we got a new hot tub. So the amount of towels that are accumulating in my house between showers and hot tub is ridiculous.
1: Yeah. So winnie has got a little tension.
0: Yeah. We got, you know, it's good. It's good tension, but it's tension <laughs> nonetheless.
1: I don't have much. I feel pretty good.
0: You feel pretty relaxed? Yeah.
1: Me and you did tag team sermon last week. Yeah. So there wasn't a lot of pressure there. You're preaching Sunday. That's right.
0: So you are just footloose Dude, and fancy free?
1: I yeah, I am <laughs> chilling right now. Chilling I right. actually uh if you're only listening, you won't yeah. be able to appreciate that I'm dressed like a gym coach today. This is what I got my said. khaki uh my khaki pants on with my little uh athletic trainer shoes and like a like non uh non-script uh little hoodie pullover looking thing yeah and i looked in the mirror and i was like dude i'm straight gym coach vibes yeah. today like
0: a wrestling coach what
1: What yeah sport? yeah yeah wrestling coach or like football coach or weightlifting coach yeah. you know like the guy who used to be in really good shape and then now i just look <laughs> like R- this ridiculous
0: <laughs> ridiculous I, you make you keep talking about khakis, and it keeps making me think about Jake from State Farm. And then the mo, the wife grabs the phone. What are you wearing, Jake from State Farm? Uh, and he's like uh, khakis? khakis. Have and you seen? So it makes me have laugh. you
1: seen? There's an SNL sketch that I saw with. uh... Oh man, who's the dude from the new Rocky movies? Like real handsome black dude, Michael Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> so there's this SNL sketch with Michael B. Jordan but he's the state farm guy. Oh yeah. And so like, you know, the husband comes home Yeah. and then the wife is talking to Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. And she's like, what? It's just the state farm guy, it's just Jake but it state ends Terp. up that they like hook up and she <laughs> leaves her husband it's absurd. and she marries the yeah. state farm guy.
0: That's what happens. Cause
1: like if Jake from state farm be looking like Michael B. That's Jordan, true. we, we got a problem. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's up really funny. I love
0: it. Well, uh, Yes, I have a full house today, but part of what our conversation comes from is an old show that you and I used to watch
1: uh, oh. back in the day. It was on TGIF.
0: Thank which, God. Yeah. It's Friday. Except we did not say God in my house. We said, thank goodness. It's Friday.
1: Oh, thank goodness. It's yeah, Friday. Yeah, because you
0: can't say God. That would not be okay. And
1: so this was a time slot before Hulu and Amazon yeah. and all the different primes and different things. What was things?
0: that thing that... Used to be able to record pause. What was that called? DVR. DVR. Yeah. Before no, this is pre-DVR. Oh, pre. This
1: is like the t- television came on, and on NBC or Fox or ABC. whatever. It was ABC. ABC. And if you miss it, it's gone forever. Yeah. There was not even YouTube. No. So if you miss the show, you are skirude. You, you had d-
0: to wait till at least the summer when they might do reruns, but and maybe they would play it. Yeah, maybe. but you
1: don't know when. No, you don't know. And so TJF was a collection of four TV shows that played from probably seven to nine.
0: Yeah, seven to nine PM. 100%. So
1: each thirty-minute like sitcomy yep. shows, and uh, and dude, there were some bangers. We yep. had that's where we were introduced to Steve Urkel.
0: Yeah, Family Matters.
1: Picture of Steve Urkel.
0: Yep. Whoop-sh!
1: Yeah, Family Matters. Carl Winslow, he's the dad. Yeah. He was also the cop. He was a cop in Family Matters, but he's also the cop in Die Hard.
0: Oh, you're right. Yeah, and so there's was. this big
1: conspiracy that John McClane was actually a character in Family Matters.
0: Yeah, but he's vastly different characters. No.
1: No. Yeah. No, dude. Carl Winslow and the cop from... from they're the same. I mean, he's just being himself.
0: I guess you're right. Same he's guy. He's like a nice...
1: Okay, so we had, guy. we had Family Matters. Then we had Step by Step... Yep. Which was a story of two, uh, step, divorced
0: step families that united. It was like yeah. Brady Bunch, but of the nineties. Yep. Kind of right. Yeah.
1: Brady Bunch vibes. Then we had, uh, hanging with Mr. Cooper.
0: I think so. Yeah. Well, it had a different run of different oh, shows. You're right. It changed over the years. With Mr. So Cooper. with Mr. Cooper was one of them. Boy meets world. Boy meets, uh, Corey and Topanga.
1: Shout out to my girl Topanga. <laughs> Not actually Topanga. I'm happily married Rider to Rachel. Strong
0: Sean. I thought, I thought he was going to be the love of my life. I know.
1: The bad boy. Oh,
0: duh. Hello. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah.
1: Remember they had a guy who lived in their garage? Was oh, like a, yeah. I forgot. He was like a karate guy yeah. named Cody.
0: I think you're right.
1: If know. that's right,
0: you win a million cur- dollars for okay. 10 money. But
1: the, uh, the staple, the uh, best. the
0: uh they call it? The hinge pin.
1: The hinge pin yeah. of uh, TJF was none other than. Full house. Full house. Yes, Dan- right. Danny Tanner. Yep. His wife dies.
0: Super sad. You never even meet her. The whole premise of the whole show. And very so he
1: has three daughters. That's right. And doesn't know how to raise them. So he invites Uncle Jesse. Hello, Uncle Jesse. Yeah. And Uncle Joey. Yep. To come and move in with him to raise Stephanie, these three daughters. Stephanie,
0: Michelle, and now I can't remember Candace Burr's show name. But it's Candace Burr. Tangie. What was her name? No,
1: what's the neighbor's name? Grimmy. Oh. Grimace. No. <laughs> Gibbler.
0: Gibbler. Kimmy, Kimmy Gibbler. Kimmy Gibbler. Kimmy Gibbler. Kimmy Gibbler and oh man, weird DJ. DJ. DJ Tanner. It. DJ Tanner was the oldest. Okay. Stephanie and Stephanie had a phrase she would say over and over again.
1: She had a bunch No, not Stephanie. Yeah. Michelle. Oh. 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 Maybe you're right.
0: I think it was Stephanie.
1: So the little ones were the, there was one baby, but one it was baby, but actually two. two and who Ashley are now Wilson. the Olsen twins. That's right. They have aged fantastically. Have you seen, looking like, <laughs> skele- looking like, skele- a <laughs> looking like some Skeletors.
0: Okay, yes.
1: So, uh, they- Stephanie
0: was one. Because I try, I I was mostly the age of Stephanie, so I would try to see myself in Stephanie, even though I was really more of the DJ character in my life. Oh, I was, oh, I was in
1: full Uncle Jesse modes even at nine years old.
0: Yeah, there you go. Of course you were. <laughs> of course you were. And so, uh, but she the, she would have this phrase. Go, you can say it.
1: And she would get upset about something, and she would say, "So rude." How rude? Oh, how rude! Come on, man! Come I, on, man! You, you should, you volleyed it to me. I fumbled. I don't know.
0: <laughs> she would say, "How rude." Rude. How rude the little one had a phrase but now i can't remember what it was
1: you got it dude you
0: got it dude and then she do the thumb See? you got it dude you got it dude <laughs> you got it dude <laughs> you got it dude
1: <laughs> so yeah
0: we got to tell them though because people don't know We're how, old
1: how rude how rude how rude she would say it, you know, like if, uh, if somebody in the family like ate all the cereal yeah. or just said something she didn't like.
0: Right. Or if she got in trouble or if, uh, yeah, she like had to be reprimanded. If her sister made her mad, if somebody, yeah, all kinds of things. It was pretty, it was how, pretty s- typical staple. Okay. How rude.
1: So I was thinking about that idea yeah. because do you know what I do? What Is do you do? I'm the worst. I will be stressed out about one thing. Yeah but then be rude to people in my life that have nothing to do with the thing that I'm stressed out about, yep. but I'm I'm rude to them. And do you know what they should say to me?
0: How rude?
1: They should say, how rude? Why are you, Rachel should look at me and she should say, Trustin, I know you're all stressed out about the church. Yeah. I know you're all overwhelmed and bent out of shape, but what are you coming home being rude to me for? Right. And you know what I should say? I'm sorry, baby. I'm a loser.
0: Yeah. No, not I'm a loser, <laughs> but you're right. And I'm going to make change. Uh, but but yeah. this,
1: this is what we do. You know, well, I just talked to your husband.
0: Oh, Uh-oh. I now just got in off. Trouble.
1: I just got off the phone with Aaron and Aaron let me know that all of your family is also in town staying yes. at his house this week. Oh yes. And so Aaron is battling the how rude in him.
0: Yes. Because I came from a home that was way more chaotic and like, uh, wild and then also all women so there's Mm. a whole nother dynamic of like words and
1: confusion
0: emotions confusion chaos I'm trying to use all the positive words but yeah it's a whole different level and then uh just a more yeah chaotic schedule all the things where he came from extreme structure extreme organization
1: only a brother and
0: only a brother and so like the worst thing they did was like knock over a tv uh a lamp like in the TV, I was saying TV room. That's weird. I got in TV mode because the T I F we used to have the TV room, but in the living room, knock over a lamp or something, but for, for the chaos that is, uh, my family is definitely different. And so we always have this dynamic in those spaces where he's like trying to be nice, but you yeah. can feel the tension. How rude.
1: So a question that you've got to ask yourself is, are you being rude? To people in the wrong places. Yeah. Are you stressed out, overwhelmed, feeling something in one part of your life, but then taking it out and being rude in other parts of your life. Mm -hmm. And I think that if we were all honest, like ugly, deep, honest, we would realize that, man, we are, we are, we treat people poorly. I remember, uh, yeah. uh, So many stories. Yeah. I remember when Rachel and I first got married. And I was like navigating her family
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, uh, like they're t- totally different worlds. Yeah. Michigan and Mexico are very different places. Yeah, yeah. And so trying to navigate that family. And I remember being like, not real happy with some of the decisions that people in her family were making. Right, And do you know who it took it out on? Her? Her.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: We're driving home. We would go to like uh, one of her brother's houses or yeah, something yeah, yeah, for yeah. Thanksgiving, you know? And there would have been something crazy that happened or said or whatever. And we're driving home. And she's just happy there was Thanksgiving, you know? Right, you
0: just had family time, right?
1: Tamales. But I don't know what a tamale is at Thanksgiving. Where's the turkey, you know? And so, and on the way home, you know what I'm saying? A bunch of stupid stuff. Right. Man, I can't believe that your brother... I can't believe. Why would your mom say, "Man, your sister-in-law"? Man, I don't. Man, what's good? And I'm now taking out on someone non-deserving. Yeah. What I should just be internally processing. Absolutely. I'm being rude.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, you're mentioning my fa- the family dynamic of like something simple. Like, uh, now we're using way more towels than we normally use in a week. So the laundry pile is big. So there's mess. So there's chaos. So now, yeah, my husband feels tense so he could come across rude. But I remember times in my life, like when I was working in the cosmetic world, yeah. I would have these like giant sales goals that I needed to meet. Yeah. And depending on, uh, how the week was going, maybe we were meeting them or maybe we weren't. And I would be giving my all at work yeah. and there I got it. I got a smile to the store manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to smile to the department manager. You gotta I got work smile the customers to the employees at yeah. the store. And then yeah, I gotta smile to the customers, whether they're rude or not. Yeah. Cause in that space, that's my job. Yeah. And then I would come home to meet my family for dinner or just at the end of the day. And yeah, Easton would say, Hey mom, I got math homework. And I'd be like, why don't you do your math yourself? You can't figure out your math problem. Like I would snap.
1: Geez, sorry, bro.
0: But it was not him that was, (laughs) hello, what is wrong with me? I'm a mother. I should be like wanting to uh, be kind and helpful. But instead I was like, I had experienced all of this pressure and stress all day. And so it would be weighing on me. And instead of releasing that at the door and realizing these people love me and want my attention and are going to be kind to me, I would take that rudeness that I wasn't allowed to share at work out on the people who love me most. And I, how rude, how rude. It was rude. How rude. Poor little
1: Easton, eight years old, trying to do some math homework. Yeah. But yet he's getting kind of barked at.
0: Right. Because really, I was ticked at Lucy, the department manager, because she said that she would give us this area for our setup, but she didn't do it. And because she's the boss, I had to submit to her, even though our company paid all this money. So we would have that. And I had to navigate, negotiate all these conversations. And so these 30-year-old adults that I'm frustrated at who didn't follow through with a big decision. I'm now snapping at an eight-year-old yeah. over math homework that they should need. They should ask my help for. And when you look at it like that, it's like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. But I still find myself doing that yeah. all the time. If I'm not aware enough to say, hey.
1: I told a story not too long ago. We're in a series. Get off the throne. Uh-huh. And I told a story about how years ago I got invited to preach at a conference, at a big conference. I remember this. I was there. And so Aaron Witt went and obviously Rachel went. And so we were up in the hotel room, like we had our room and you all had your room and I'm getting dressed to go down and speak at this conference. And I'm like nervous about all kinds of stuff. But mostly I'm nervous to, to get up and speak and I'm wanting to be accepted. And there's a bunch of like other thoughts in my head about like, yeah, there's 1,000 people there, but I'm really only preaching to these three people because if these three people who are other pastors can value me, then they'll promote me, and so I, I'm, my brain's all out of whack. You're you know, all in your head. I'm all in my head, and so I start being rude to Rachel in the hotel room asking her what I should wear.
0: Mm.
1: And I'm like, does this shirt match these pants? And sh- she's trying to get dressed too. Right. And she's like, yeah, 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 it looks fine. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want no yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to focus. Look at me. I don't. I don't remember what I said. Yeah. But it was rude. Yeah. It's rude enough for me to remember it. It's rude enough for her to remember it. Mm-hmm. And I start treating her. Now I'm not yelling and screaming and losing my no, mind. No,
0: no. rude.
1: I, but I changed the atmosphere in our hmm. hotel room. Right. I changed the dynamic of her and I's relationship in that moment. Right. Because I was rude to her. Yeah. Do you know what she was trying to do? Help me. Right. Do right. you know what she probably said three times? That match is great. Yeah. Or no, those other shoes would be better when though she probably had helped me three times. But because I was in my head, because my brain was somewhere else,
0: yeah.
1: I was being rude to her in the moment. Yeah. And man, how often do we do that? Right. Like listeners, how often? Seriously, it's an ugly question. How often are you rude to your spouse? when it has nothing to do with them. Yeah. How often are you rude to your kids? Like you right. just said, it has it has nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. It has to do with your own inadequacy, your own insecurity, your own exhaustion. Your
0: own frustration, your own problem you're trying to solve. Let's take it a step further because okay. you said something that I think is important. So you said, I then shifted the atmosphere in the room. Yep. So as people who are tugging into more, as people who are striving to be not where we are, but where we're hoping to be, there's this ability as leaders, To really shift the dynamic around us. To shift the atmosphere. But when we're unwilling to admit our own frustration, our own struggle, our own disappointment, all these words, uh, then we're not just only being rude to someone. Because that's happening. But now we're putting off an aura. Yeah. Yeah of rudeness and the atmosphere around us starts to shift.
1: Unsatisfied.
0: Yeah. And then what happens is instead of, I think what happens is we don't want to admit some of our inadequacy or frustration, whatever. In that moment, maybe you didn't want to say, hey, I'm just kind of nervous about what I'm wearing or whatever. Mm. But instead of that, it then changes the entire dynamic of the situation, the day, the experience that we have. And so like, it seems like a really small thing i mm-hmm. I'm just being rude. Well, whatever. They don't have to deal with me. Get over it. Mm-hmm. But as leaders, if we're not careful, we will change the culture, something we talk about a lot here. Yeah. Of the entire atmosphere room and then inevitably change our entire experience around that circumstance, that place, that space, that mm. thing.
1: Yeah, man. It changes. I'm thinking so much No, thoughts. I know. I can see your head. It, tur- it your... changes. It changes the atmosphere. Yeah. And People don't want to be in an atmosphere that's charged with correct fear or stress or
0: <clears throat> even disrespect. Bad, bad vibes. Yeah, yeah disrespect. Yeah. Whatever the word is.
1: I, I've had a couple different experiences. For me, I'm a pastor. Yeah. Right. And so my most of my contacts are like ministry yeah. associated. Yeah. I remember I had a pastor that would obsess over the straightness of the chairs.
0: Mm.
1: Not like Get them straight. Right. Like, obsess, NASA, (laughs) like, zero tolerance. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, now that I look back, you know the reason I think he did that. And he was rude about it. Yeah. Like, crazy rude. Like, we're about to open the doors, and like, you got five people like pushing rows. And I'm talking like, I'm not exaggerating, pushing entire rows of chairs half an inch.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, obsessive. Obsess. And being mean to everybody while while he's doing it, you know why? Because he was just nervous. Yeah. Nervous, nobody's going to show up. Yeah. Nervous, his sermon isn't going to be good. N- nervous, o- overwhelmed, has all these feelings, and so he would direct his energy into getting these chairs straight. Yeah. If I can get these chairs straight enough, then I have a, I don't know, a win that yeah. I've controlled something. I have something. controlled it. Exactly. And I think I think when you don't yell at your boss. Yeah. You can come home and yell at your kids Right. when you can't yell for the thing to go better. You're just, you're just rude to your husband. You're rude to your wife. And, uh, man, it, it, it's something that we, we have to honestly evaluate in us or else we just start hurting the people we love. No, it's so
0: true. You know, so you've told the story, so I'm going to use it as example that, because uh, I was there and I remember, I remember how you were feeling. I remember Oh, that... when
1: I was preaching the deal? Yeah, years ago. Yeah.
0: But afterward, we talked about it and you said, like, I was just stressed about what you were like, it was a, a different atmosphere, a different vibe. So you were like dressing in a, in a way that you weren't always normal. It was more well, relaxed. this is how long ago, young...
1: this is how long ago it was. It was when skinny jeans were becoming cool.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For dudes.
1: For dudes. So I had only ever <laughs> worn baggy pants.
0: Right, which now. And
1: Whitney and Rachel Took me to the buckle. Yeah. And with a man who worked there, who worked there, who worked there, (laughs) they helped me buy these skinny pants. Correct. And so I go to this conference and i have always been Husky myself. That's what I'm I'm big boned, right? And so I'm trying to put on these skinny pants and it's (laughs) making me real insecure. Okay, go. And so that's that's what happened.
0: That's what happened. So then afterward we talked about it because, you know, we're just my best friends. So she comes out of the hotel room like he's all been out of shape. (laughs) He snapped at me and, you know, but because you're preaching, we go, we love you. We cheer you on all the things. Well, then afterward you're like, I'm sorry. I was rude. I was insecure about what I was going to wear and how it was going to go and all the things. And so because we talked about that, it's been a conversation. Now we haven't always identified the how rudeness, but there's been different conversations about our self-awareness as there always are on the tug of more. Um, and recently you and I have been talking about this, how rude thing. Mm -hmm. And so this Sunday you wore a more casual outfit than you normally would wear. You got these new shoes, these kicks, we're big fans of the new balance, three twenty sevens. They look great. They make your foot look great. All things. And so you wore this more casual outfit than you normally would wear. This is just a for example okay we are having a fun morning we're gonna really we were excited about the content we were gonna deliver yeah and but when you got ready we like text each other because we were on stage together like what we were gonna wear and how it was gonna coordinate all the pieces but that morning you said is this is good or like am i too casual because i just kind of feel a little insecure about being too casual yeah but because you spoke out what was maybe small and insignificant you acted so chill and relaxed and weren't insecure and weren't stressed. Now, maybe you were deep down on your instincts, but you did not come across rude for one minute. And we had a ton of fun. It was really easy and relaxing. And I believe the atmosphere around us was really easy and relaxing too. Mm -hmm. And so what I think that people are afraid of is nobody wants to hear all my drama at work. Nobody wants to know how frustrated I am at my boss, my boss. Or I can't tell my boss. Well, maybe you, maybe you can tell them what's happening, which will help you. Or maybe there's someone on your team that needs to help you strategically solve the problem that you're walking through. Whatever it is, if we can get out some of what we're feeling mm-hmm. and actually just communicate it, then we won't be so rude. Yeah. Because you weren't rude at all yesterday. Yeah. You were cool as a cucumber. Yeah. But I think because you were able to speak to a trusted place, hey, I'm kind of nervous about wearing this. You weren't really insecure about wearing it when you, I know it's a vastly like.
1: Yeah, well, there's lots of reasons that are reasons. all get off the throne related. Like 100%. my identity and all this stuff. But a
0: very basic piece of it. Very
1: basic piece is having like a safe place to, to talk to, to talk about it. So now what happens, Yeah. what I do with Rachel now, yeah. is I say, if I'm like really feeling nervous about something, Is I say, hey, I'm on edge. Yeah. And so this has nothing to do with you. Everything to do with me. I'm sorry. Help me. Right. Help me, like, be chill. Yeah. Just that sets the tone of our relationship Mm -hmm. so that that same funk of rudeness doesn't come in. Yeah, exactly. I'll do it to you. Yeah. I'll come in and say, hey, I'm a little mad about this or overwhelmed with this. And so today in staff meeting, just help me, like focus whatever. or whatever yeah. and that self-awareness partner with humility yeah in community there it is and if you can have self-awareness and humility in community that's like really loves you then you can learn to quit being rude to people right but if you don't have those three things
0: because i'm like that bro, you're going to keep being rude right that bro who's been stressing about chairs yeah. has been stressing about chairs for 15 years yeah and, yep. and really, every longer than that. Yeah. And every person that's worked in a relationship with him is probably like, could we get some gosh darn chairs that are sealed, uh, secured into the floor right. so we don't have to do this every week? But it would and, just
1: shift to something else. But exactly.
0: But but what he doesn't even realize probably is that there is a bigger conversation behind his back about yeah. the chairs happening. Yeah. Because people feel that energy and that aura around you. And I'm like, if you could just have a humble and a place to say I'm nervous, it's not going the way I want it to go, blah blah. Then maybe you wouldn't stress about chairs so much, bro.
1: Where are you being rude? Yeah. You know why we yell at people in traffic?
0: Yeah, because they won't beat us up.
1: Because they can't hear. Yeah. They don't, they don't know. And so we're like overwhelmingly rude. Right. Because we're not gonna get caught. A hundred percent. You know what's real hard for me to be rude? Where? In Mansfield. <laughs> exactly because i know somebody everywhere i go
0: yeah and you don't always know who you might know
1: but when i'm out of town yeah you know what i mean yeah you have to be on a new level of guard to just be a kind person instead of just
0: 100 percent.
1: who's the uh maybe i shouldn't tell the story uh yeah yeah whatever joel olstein's wife yeah she like but joel osteen's like a famous pastor and he's like the nicest like yeah. well, well praise the lord you know yeah he's like the nicest southern mm-hmm. little guy and so his wife like lost her junk
0: on an airplane on
1: an airplane yeah because they weren't able to get their private jet Later, that they normally right. travel yeah. on lost her lost her junk on somebody and like man that's sad yeah like that's really embarrassing like after that event happened she had to feel like an idiot.
0: Yeah. Well, you know that recently with the whole Southwest Airlines thing where people were like canceled for days over the holidays, they lost their bags or whatever. There's a lady that went viral just screaming at an airport guy. And she's like, Calling him stupid and no, all these things, it. and she is freaking out. And uh-huh. it's a similar thing. She's just not a famous name, so it maybe it doesn't matter as much. It, yeah. Her name didn't get smeared. She's as just much. a Karen. She's just a Karen on the internet. Hey, yeah.
1: if, if if what if what would you do if your name was Karen? You'd have to I change, would change it, right?
0: Oh, by now I would 100% change okay, it. Okay, go. Because what? Well, yeah, nobody wants to be Karen. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, Karen. Uh, I feel bad for Karen now, but I'm like, no, nobody wants to be Karen. But she is, and and what's truth is, all these people are on social media cause we're all like keyboard warriors. How rude, I can't believe this lady, she's so stupid. Blah, 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 blah. But like, we don't know the stress that was actually happening. Mm-hmm. she probably slept in an airport for four days. She couldn't get to her medication. Mr. Mister, Mom's she,
1: funeral. Yeah, you. Have, Who knows? No, we have no
0: idea what yeah. happened, but that's the what's true in our own leadership. We easily excuse away our rudeness because we know what we're carrying. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm carrying. I know that I'm stressed out, that I have a massive, moment happening today, I know that I either, um, yeah, this Sunday is a good example. I could be like, I'm bringing the word. I I got something God's really spoken to me that I'm gonna bring to people. And so the weight of what I am carrying, it is a real weight. but But
1: you can internally give yourself permission.
0: I can give myself permission. To be rude. To be a rude person, but nobody else around me knows that weight right very few people even understand that weight like someone like you might right but even me telling it to my husband he doesn't understand he can't even understand the weight the same way and so it even though i've communicated it i still have to be aware that it is up to me to navigate the rudeness because you could tell rachel hey i'm stressed i'm tense but if you continue to be rude yeah there's nothing that's not okay and then as leaders The people around us do not fully understand what we're carrying and they shouldn't. That's why we're the leader. They don't have to.
1: Your kid doesn't understand what it does to you when they refuse to eat the meal. You just made them. Correct. You make your kid a meal. I, uh, I get up on most Saturdays and make my kids, uh, pancakes and waffles. Lily likes pancakes, Titus likes waffles and making waffles is such a hassle.
0: It's more work than pancakes. There's this whole other For machine sure. I got to
1: dig out from the cupboard. I got to spray with the olive oil stuff and I got to cook the thing and it's messy. Yeah. And sometimes he says, daddy, I don't want a waffle. And inside I'm like this little punk. Yeah. I just spent all this time. I got to clean this whole apparatus. But you're, what you're saying is so good. He's not aware.
0: Mm-mm.
1: He's a kid. Right. He, he doesn't understand the effort. of I'm trying to love you. I'm trying yeah. to make a memory so that when you're 30, you'll say, "My dad always made me waffles on <laughs> right. Saturdays." Right. So you won't say, "My dad was always working at the church." You'll remember he made me waffle on Saturday, but that's all junk in my head. He he doesn't understand that. Right. So don't don't be rude because they can't understand.
0: But yet, but yet, if we're not careful, what he will remember is
1: that dad was dad mad because I wouldn't he, eat his waffle. I
0: didn't eat his waffle, and that's like a whole. <laughs>
1: frost and flakes for from now on
0: no it's just a whole nother level of as leaders we all want to we're striving to be leaders that are more leaders that are better that are stronger that are wiser than the leaders we once followed even and hmm. what we have to evaluate is what kind of atmosphere do i want to affect around me and i have to learn to manage we talk about leading while bleeding we talked about crying while dying what do we say i can't remember now uh laughing 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 while while crying crying. we've talked about some of these pieces but this is an intrinsic part of that too that it is not up to them to manage our rudeness that is not what it is it is up to us to be aware they can't understand my eight year old son, no matter how much I said, do you don't understand? We spent $35,000 on this installation at the store. And then the store manager said no. And then I had to go to this smaller location that should have only cost half the price. And that costs us money and right. sales and revenue and this. what He's looking at me like, I just need help with two plus two or whatever, yeah. long division, whatever yeah. it is at eight years old. And he can't understand it, but, but I have agreed uh, by being his mother, to be his mother, so I have agreed to lead my home with care and to yeah. be the nurturer, to be the one who is providing that care for him. And he, it is not fair for me to excuse away my rudeness based on a hard day. Yeah, how many times do we say that? I've just had a hard day. I've just had a hard. It's not fair. Oh, I'm just stressed about what we're carrying. This is a big, important moment. Whatever it is, if we really want to be the leaders, we have to manage our own level of rudeness and awareness, and not. Put it on everybody else because it's very easy to be like, uh, I have yeah. done it in my leadership to yeah. be like, Well, they should understand I'm caring a lot, and that's just the way it sh- is. Yeah, that's not cool. That's not okay.
1: It's really good. I want to talk about go types of rudeness okay. and how we can act, but first, um, you know, the Bible says, Out of the abundance of the heart, yeah. yeah, the mouth speaks. It's so true. And what you just said, yeah, in story form, yeah, is that verse, yeah, uh, what is abundance? It's extra,
0: extra abundance the is overflow. more.
1: It's overflow. Yeah, out of the overflow of your emotions, right. your heart, yeah, your mouth speaks. What are you saying?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so we're doing this episode to ask: Are you being rude? Right? Are you being rude to your husband, your wife? Are you being rude to your girlfriend? Are you being rude to your boyfriend? Are you being rude to your your boss, to your children, to your pastor? Yeah. How many times have people been rude to us Right. because their life has fallen apart and we're the only smiling face they can yell at.
0: Right. Absolutely. I've had dudes
1: yell at me that if I wasn't their pastor, I'd I'd knock them out in the parking lot.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: But I understand the stress of your life, your lack of self-awareness. Yeah. And so you're treating me badly because you actually hate your life. Right but all of that stuff is an abundance of the heart. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you've got to guard it. It's really boring. We have to guard our heart. We have to understand how the art and the installation of the job is affecting me. I have to understand how the sermon is affecting me. Right. I have to understand how Rachel's family is affecting me. Right. Aaron has to understand what happens when your mom's in town, and your right. sisters in town. We have to understand and we have to guard our heart or stuff is going to start coming out of our mouth that affects everybody around us,
0: everyone around us
1: and rudeness comes out in a lot of different ways.
0: And I think that's one of the first ones is with our words. Yeah. That, that is a really easy identifier. If you find yourself saying things that you don't really wish you would have said. snarky that you regret.
1: Sarcastic.
0: Yeah. Uh, put downy, uh, jokey can turn very quickly, uh, into something super negative, um, that we have to be careful and aware. And and to just take a minute, like self-awareness requires turning your ears on to yourself.
1: Good God.
0: Like, we're really good at putting our ears on to other people.
1: Turn your ears on to yourself.
0: Yes. Because I'm really good at being, they spoke so rude to me.
1: But then we're just letting words fly out of our mouth like they don't mean anything. Right. They mean something to the people you're leading. Right. And to your kids.
0: I didn't mean it like that. Well, you sure said it like that. (laughs) That's not
1: what I meant. Well, it's what you said. Exactly.
0: <laughs> but
1: for me too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And so uh, we have to turn our ears on to ourselves and go. And then, I mean, really and truly, we keep saying it, but like, what was the first one? Awareness, humility, yeah. community. Yeah. Awareness uh, and humility in community. And so if I have a hard, t- if I'm having a hard time in a season hearing myself, sometimes I will ask someone else, hey, am I saying, what am I saying? Yeah. How's it coming across? uh because because our goal is to not be rude and so our mouth is one great way
1: yeah the words that we're saying the words that we aren't saying right it's another one i'm just going to give them the silent treatment dude that's rude Right. I'd rather you yell at me than sit there quiet. One hundred percent. Because if you're just quiet, I don't know what the junk's happening in there. I don't know what you're saying. Are you about to murder me in my sleep? <laughs> like, what are we? What are we doing right now?
0: Right. You um, think I'm an idiot? What are you doing? Are you plotting something? Right.
1: Yeah. So angry words. Too many words. Snarky words. Not no any words. words. I think that there's a lot of like body posturing that we can 100%. do. Hundred percent. Shoulder shaking and like. Yeah. You know, giving people like stupid looks. Like, yeah. are you? An, you know, you can look at somebody rudely. You can look at them like, and you're saying a whole lot with just that facial expression. And I think that a lot of us, you want to talk about self-awareness, Gally. a whole other level of self-awareness is like the full package yeah. of what you're putting off. Yeah. Not just your words, but your your tone. Your aura. The eyebrows. Gally. The furrowed brow. The, the, I had this uh, person I worked with that they would always get what I called tight-lipped. Yeah. And so when they would get frustrated... They would like, they would try to act like everything's fine, but their lips would get all tight <laughs> across their teeth. And I knew that that tight lip was rude. Right. And so I think that you've got to be aware of what are you putting off?
0: Well, the tight lip also required or meant no words. It was yeah. a tight lip, no word. No, no, I'm fine. <laughs> no, this
1: is great.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I bet it is. No, it's so good. It's it. I, my brain went so many places at once, but I'm like. It is such an important piece. The we talked about it once, the leadership presence. Yeah. But and so it. you can go, yeah, put that in there, link it where it is. But
1: we need to figure out which corner it goes to, and then we can okay, that one. That
0: one? Okay, yeah. that one. Uh leadership presence. <laughs> you know how they do another YouTube uh, yeah, videos? yeah. yeah, yeah. I've mean, never noticed. You're right. We I mean, need where it comes down, it comes down up here. Yeah. Uh leadership presence is an important piece of what we're talking about. But the rudeness is a whole step of identifying because yeah, our the face thing is so. I've met with so many of our staff team, young adults as they're learning how to be leaders, that are like, "That's just my face," and I'm like, "Well, you better change your face. You better, like,
1: you better fix that they're mess." They're
0: like, "I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to come across rude." And I'm like, "I, I know you're not trying to." Something my mom used to say uh, when I was a kid: I would say, "I didn't mean to," and she's like, "But you didn't mean not to."
1: Out of the abundance of the heart the face moves. The
0: face we moves. Need to, we need
1: to do something with that yes. that's good for next time we do above all else.
0: Yes, because my husband, like, it's why I'm like, I need to get Botox again, is what I think of. I only did it one time as a trial and my face did not move, therefore it terrified me. I felt oh. trapped and never did it again. But this thing, this that I have, yeah. do this camera, see it, see it? When I'm the, thinking. F- the
1: furrowed brow.
0: Yeah, when I'm thinking, when whenever I do this and it has become such a wrinkle in my face and it'll cause a fight with my husband and I sometimes because he's like, why are you looking at me so angrily? And I'm like, I'm, I'm not.
1: That happens with y'all too.
0: <laughs> 100% it happened yesterday.
1: Sometimes Rachel be looking at me like she hates me. Oh. And I'm like, what? She's like that. <laughs> she's like, what? <laughs> I'm Like, why are you looking at me? Like you want a divorce? Yeah. Why do you? And she's like, I'm not, he I'm brought just it
0: up yesterday. And I was like, listen, bro, this is 40. Maybe like this no, is 40. no, it's not this 40. Is a wrinkle. No,
1: it's not 40. It's not a wrinkle. Y'all got a bad attitude.
0: No.
1: <laughs> you got a bad attitude. Rachel got a bad attitude, but it's true. Guard your heart. He's
0: right. <laughs> it's something I've noticed Clip that <laughs> something I've noticed Rachel will do to you is this. This will smack you in oh, the head.
1: Rachel will be sitting places. And if I'm too intense, she'll literally reach over and smack my yeah. forehead. And she means unintensify your forehead. Yeah. Un- Cause you look mad. You look rude. I'm not, but I'm not mad.
0: Right. And that is something that I've had to learn. Like I have to smile. I have, even in my communication, like, yeah. because I care intensely, sometimes I'm not smiling and I look kind of ticked. And anyway, the point is your rudeness can come off in your words, in your face, and then just in your actions, in your <sighs> deep size, in your,
1: in your lack of responsiveness.
0: Oh yeah. Good. That's a good one. You Just
1: don't reply to the email. Yeah. You just don't reply to the
0: person talking to you to in the, the room. I had somebody send
1: me an email this week. Uh, that was stupid. Yeah. I'm not even going to talk about it. No, it was no, stupid what they sent me. Silly. And I haven't responded yet. No
0: me either. What am I supposed to say?
1: But I haven't responded because I don't know how to respond and not be rude. Right. But then honestly, yeah. my non-response is rude is rude
0: right crap
1: and so so what do I do what do, what do I what should I do no for that, for that person because I love them yeah. what should I do well I should just say thank you so much for your email exactly um I'll take that into consideration yeah be blessed
0: mm-hmm.
1: I bless you as I you
0: bless go. you I bless you that's yeah. what I should do hundred um, percent and again we talked about energy as a choice last week or the week four yeah. or whatever that was um but there are choices as leaders that we have to learn some, uh, coping skills are like a thing you learn as you're walking through emotional Ooh,
1: leadership, coping skills. And you
0: have to have some leadership coping, um, responses, some leadership, coping, deep breaths that allow you to, to take your, cause self-awareness, uh, different it's another conversation we'll have another time but everybody has a different level of self-awareness and a different like on the spear of it some Mm -hmm. people can do it really fast some people it takes more time and Mm -hmm. that's you know you've ever been like in an argument with someone and then you walk away later and you're like oh I should have said this thing Mm -hmm. well for some of us self awareness is slower Mm -hmm. that later you can see what what you were uh, oh man I was actually responding this way I wish I would have responded sooner right but what you and I have learned is that there are some levels you and I are both fast self-awareness people like we can do it pretty quick but not always yeah because there are some moments that are intense that are hard that are whatever and we've got to learn some coping mechanisms to give ourselves a self-awareness moment to pull my junk together yeah maybe it's just walking to the bathroom and looking yourself in the face and going are you being rude like what is it that you need to get yourself out of it Mm -hmm. because it's easy to say I was rude. I'm sorry. Oh, well. But if you keep doing that, you're just rude.
1: You're just pushing people away. Right. Do you remember times people have been rude to you? Oh, yeah. Like, do you have a couple? Like in Q?
0: (sighs) Oh, no, but I will get them there fast.
1: I've got some. Okay, go. And do you know why I remember them? Because they hurt. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. they were unjustified. Mm -hmm. Because... You treated me this way. You were rude to me with nothing of my fault. Yeah. Are you doing that to other people? Right. Are there people out there that when they think of someone who's rude to them, do they think of me? Mm. Do they think of you?
0: Mm -hmm. Maybe. They probably, Yeah.
1: because we all have those moments where we just didn't hold it together, but like. Those moments should, as we mature, yeah. should be farther and farther apart. Yeah. They shouldn't be, like, I'll never forget. I used to work at Sears, uh, automotive selling mm-hmm. tires and car parts and stuff. And this guy came in and he wanted to exchange his battery. It was car battery. Yeah. Well, his car battery is, like, way out of date. Yeah. You know, either you know, three-year warranty or something. Yeah. This dude had been having his battery for seven years yeah. or something. And so he gets so mad, I won't return his battery. I'm like, sir, you don't have a receipt. You're not in the system. Right. The thing on your sticker says the battery seven-year-old this guy picks his battery up and throws it at me. I'm in Flint. So like, yeah. you know, it's a little, it's a little, full, di- it's full ghetto. little different vibe. <laughs> he throws his battery at me and I'll never forget how much hate this guy had in his face yeah. Yeah. for me. And like, luckily I dodged the battery and then some mechanics were up front and they like snatched this dude up and hit him with a wrench and <laughs> threw him out, threw him out the parking lot. <laughs> but like he was, he was so, violently angry yeah. at me
0: yeah
1: that I'll never forget how rude he was yeah but his level of rudeness had very little to do with the battery very little he was probably he probably had a really bad financial situation yeah. and his car's dead across town or his wife's car and he doesn't have any money and yeah. now he's overwhelmed and now he's got this punk kid standing there with his sleeves and his t-shirt rolled up wearing uh, uh remember them shell necklaces oh, Remember what are they called with a little puka, white, puka shell. I'm standing there wearing a puka shell necklace <laughs> with my little biceps out with my slick back hair. And I'm like, sorry, sir, you're out of warranty. He's like,
0: I got to figure out how to pay, buy food for all my high school kids, punk kids. That and look he's, like he's you, one bro. of them guys who's, who, yeah. he's,
1: he's like, I'm a grown man. He's right, one of them kind right, of guys. Right. And he just lost, he just lost yeah. his crap. No. And like now I get it. Yeah, I get it but I don't want to be that guy to other people.
0: Yeah. Last week we went to a conference that we've gone to a bunch of years <laughs> and I was reminded of a story of a, uh-huh. of a few years ago when uh, we went and this, they do this thing on purpose to like build energy or whatever. They leave the door shut yeah. until like right before it starts. And yeah. then you have to rush in and get yeah. seats and all the things. And so a few years back, uh, I've always been the one like trying to help our team get seats. That's just my personality. And even this year, you got all got all the leaders handling it i'm still trying. right up I'm there in the right front up there with her running shoes can't on help it uh but there was one year where this, i helped
1: it i stood in the back
0: <laughs> this lady got so frustrated as the as it got closer to the time then more people started showing up and there were these young boys that like came into the front towards the door and i think she assumed they were with us and so she's standing behind me and she just starts talking smack
1: we're at a pastor's conference. Yes,
0: it is a church pastor's Jesus-centric conference. And she just starts, don't you just think it's so rude when people just don't even have to wait in line, but then they just shove their way up to the front. Don't you think it's just ridiculous to send young boys to do a, a woman's job and like all this weird stuff. And I'm like, what is happening? All this
1: passive aggressiveness yeah, in the back of your ear.
0: In the back of my, yeah. And I and so I just, and my, me.
1: And so, so you and Rachel are standing up there. Yeah, just, so I
0: just, we just turn around and we're like, ma'am, are you okay? And she's like, what? No, I'm totally great. What do you mean? And I'm like, well, I, I heard, I heard what you were saying. Hello people. Yeah. This is like rule number one of your rudeness. People can hear your words. Uh, and so we're like, we can hear what you're saying. And she's like, well, I just think it's so disrespectful to be cutting in line. I was like, well, I just want, you to know, those boys are not with our group. I don't know them, but if it would make you feel better, you can get in front of us. Like we're not stressed. We'll get our seats together with our team. Like, come on ahead. But she was like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And she like would not But she clearly was not fine. Yeah. So they open the doors and people start going. And it gets like crowded like any crowd does. Like even though it's Jesus concert, it's still the same as Justin Bieber. Like people want to get a good seat all the way. And in the midst of like all the pushing and normal shoving of people, this lady hauls off and shoves me with her whole might. Like in my back, I'm like tumbling forward. And Rachel looks back and is like, Did you just shove her? Excuse me, you're a grown woman and you just shoved her. Do you realize what you did? (laughs) But no, she didn't realize what she did until she did it. Yeah. Something inside that woman was frustrated. was bubbling. Far beyond some 20-year-old boys getting at the front of the line. Mm-hmm. Because when we tried to address the situation. She avoided. She avoided it. She wouldn't even come forward. Like, you couldn't get in front of us. You didn't even identify that I was actually kind to you. You got more ticked off at me for me calling out your rudeness. And so that's a whole other point. We can go down a rabbit trail in a second. But this lady clearly had something inside of her happening. And in that moment, she had to be embarrassed. Yeah. She had, when Rachel saying that to her, she's not even responding. She's not, she's just shut down. I'm
1: just, I'm glad Rachel didn't hit the lady. Rachel's taking her hoops out and about to
0: punch her in the face. But like, man, she's not even identifying in the moment what she is. So I don't think ticked off about until she does it. And then it's like, oops, like that was silly. Let's guess. Let's guess.
1: It's the end of a pastor's conference right? and this lady has sat there watching a bunch of people on stage talk about how to grow your church. Right. Maybe her and her husband haven't been able to grow theirs. (laughs) Right. And so there's something in her that is just agitated or frustrated. One of
0: her staff said, see, I told you we should have done that. And and it it probably
1: has nothing to do with the lady in line in front of her. But for some reason, that moment, her life rage was aimed at you and it came out in rudeness.
0: It came out And we're having this
1: conversation so that we can all just be aware of where we're not allowed to be rude. Do you know where you're allowed to be rude? Where? In prayer.
0: Oh, that's good. You're right.
1: You can be rude to God. He can take it.
0: Hey, bro, I'm so mad. I'm so frustrated. We
1: just read um, Habakkuk this last week on Sunday. And Habakkuk in chapter one of his book, he's like shouting out to God and he's like, where are you murder in the streets? Violence everywhere. Do something about these evil people among me. You're doing nothing. And he's like being rude to God.
0: He's literally yelling. Like I cry out to you and you don't show up, bro. Like he's really yelling.
1: And God answers so
0: gracious. Yeah.
1: He answers. So like, it's okay. It's okay, buddy. Yeah. Like I got you. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to work it out. It might not be in your timeline. Yeah. I'm working out for you. And for me, the best way to stop being rude to people out here. Yeah. It's really good. Is to talk to God about it. Yeah. Is to talk to God about what I'm mad about and who I'm mad at, and why I'm upset, and why I feel overwhelmed. Yeah. And like with Rachel's family, until I started to pray for them. Yeah. I was only mad at, at them. them.
0: Yeah, it's really good. Right.
1: I've had people that I've been on staff with, like when I was an associate pastor. Yeah. Until I started to pray for my contemporaries, I would just be mad at them. Mm,
0: it's really good.
1: Until I started to pray for people. Yeah. Dude, so mad. That's the greatest way to guard your heart.
0: hundred percent. One last thing about that lady before we move. Go. Or wrap up or whatever. Yeah. I just feel like I got shoved. And I think part of why I got shoved is because I turned around and said, Hey, are you okay? And sometimes we shove the people in our life that God's put there to say, Hey, are you okay? Right. And, um, so again, we said it already a bunch of times, but like awareness, humility and community, um, be aware that we are often, you said it at the top, you were rude to Rachel. Like Mm -hmm. I'm rude to my son. We're often rudest to the people closest to us, but we ought to, uh, take a little inventory around us and say, who are the ones that are willing to help us see our rudeness, willing to let us see, are you okay? Yeah. And let's not shove them. Let's instead embrace them. Yeah. She probably would have been okay if she would have just taken the step in front of us. Yeah. And taken a minute to calm down. Yeah. We offered her. Or if she would have apologized
1: there and said, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said anything. You're right. Yeah. My bad.
0: Yeah. But because of it, instead, she couldn't and it bubbled out and it came out in a shove. And so... The wick
1: only burns so long before the explosion goes off. Right. Yeah.
0: So if you're rude everywhere, eventually you're gonna...
1: So, to all of our friends on the Tug Team... We love y'all. Well, if you've been being rude... Right. Go and say you're sorry.
0: It's really important. We have a
1: whole episode (laughs) on on saying I'm sorry first. Go and say you're sorry. Yeah. Like, listen, if you've been being rude to your spouse or to a kid or something, tell them like, hey, I, I, you, right. you didn't deserve right. that. Don't say like, I'm stressed at work and all these things. Blah, blah, blah. No, no. The truth is they don't deserve yeah. that. Right? They don't deserve that. All the crap going on in you should not only be projected 100%. on them. Projected on God, he can take it. Go and it's tell really him you're good. sorry and you'll change the atmosphere at home, yeah. man. Yeah. If the chairs are a little bit crooked, relax
0: but the people can walk in and feel loved and cared for now right we got it within reason because we're but we're tuggers so
1: i mean i'm a straight row guy too (laughs) but like golly
0: but like not so much so and then yeah like we love you we're not trying to shove like push you into whatever we're just trying to help you step into more and so like don't get mad at us this is a deep one it's a deep one it's a deep one this
1: this is one that's gonna uh, smack some people a little bit Because it was smacking us. That's why we talked about it. But if you
0: know somebody else in your life and you're the, hey, are you okay person to them, don't be afraid to send them this story and say like, hey, this podcast episode really spoke to me Yeah, because I've been struggling with it and I thought it might speak to you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut it. Pick the person in your life that's super rude and send them a link to this podcast.
0: (laughs) No, I'm saying, if you do it in love, it can be good. Is that rude? Are they
1: going to use our podcast as a way of rudeness? No! It's going to be a weapon of attack.
0: You got to love sandwich that mess.
1: I love you so much. This podcast spoke to me. That's what I said. I really think that we We. can affect the culture. Check it out.
0: Yes, that's the way to do it. Love you guys.
1: See ya. (laughs)